0: Yo, what's happening, everybody? My name is Caden, and to my right, my buddy Jesse. Combined, we make Anti Fogmatic, a podcast where we describe the sight, smell, taste, feel, and finish of three beers. We aim to provide you with a comprehensive guide to what we love and what we hate. At the end of the pints, we will provide you with The Chosen One, a brew we believe that almost anybody would enjoy.
1: Hello, hello, hello. How's it going?
0: You know what, Jesse? I feel like I start every episode the same.
1: Hello, hello, hello. You don't, though. I don't? No. You positive? Yeah. All
0: right. Hey, what's happening, folks? You know what episode this is? Nine. Episode nine, bro. Can you believe that people... Still listen? Still listen? Do you think it's impressive that we actually have things to talk about?
1: I think it's impressive we made it to week nine. Yeah.
0: Well, episode nine. Yeah, true. Week. True. Like, month yeah, we six, gotta quit saying that. Month, month six? Month five? Yeah, wow. Anyways, I'm having fun. That's all that really matters. Hope you guys are enjoying yourself, enjoying the beers we're talking about. But welcome to episode nine, That Louisiana Love. All of these beers this week are brought to you by our friend, Bree. She went down to Louisiana. She grabbed us some brews. She brought them back. She handed them to me. And now I'm going to drink them for you. Thank you, Bree. Thanks, Bree. All right, let's stop being awkward.
1: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, what's good? Uh, not a lot. That's I cool. I got two weeks off of school. That's nice. Needed is that. Is it a break or is it just in between I courses? I called them and I was like, hey, I want two weeks off. And they
0: were like, okay. So, That's yeah. so I'm sure they want their your money, so they're going to want yeah, you to come right. back, right?
1: <clears throat> um I had Montana trip. That was cool.
0: Yeah, man. That's dope.
1: Had some cool beer out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I uh, can't wait to dive into that, man. Weather was awful, but, you know.
0: Hey, hey was it as bad as it was the time that we went? Because nothing can be as bad as. I would say
1: your face. yes, but it wasn't as bad as we were expecting. Okay. So. Was it just rainy or shitty, or was it just. Just shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it rained one day, but just shitty. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, in other news, right? Washington Brewers Festival is coming up June 14th. Yeah. Right? Out in Seattle. And uh, for me, the one that I'm really most excited for and planning on going to the most is the uh, Tom Water Artist and Brew Fest, which is going to be on August 17th. If you get there, come catch us. We're going to be trying to record. Depends on how much beer we're drinking. But it may be fun either way, even if we do record.
1: Um, other than that. <coughs> you know, It'll be cool. If we're recording on there, we just get a bunch of different people's opinions. That'd be cool. Hey, what do you
0: think of this beer? Yeah.
1: Just stand in line. Like 30 seconds. Hey, will you okay. speak? <laughs> they do it at like Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah. We went to E3 and there were people running around with those h, H5 h things H5s. everywhere.
0: Did they use a microphone or just the H5? Just the H5. See? Yeah. yeah. A little dead cat on top of
1: mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I picked one up. I'm
0: glad. They're pretty dope. Oh, yeah. For the brews today, all of our beers, I think I already said this, but they're all from Louisiana, so every single one is from Louisiana. Yep. Uh, The third and final beer uh, from Abita is supposedly, you can only buy that beer in the state of Louisiana, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, They don't really ship it out, but they're pretty big, so we'll see. First one for today, though, Ghost in the Machine, Double IPA by Parrish Brewing Company. Have you had anything from Parish? Have you heard of Parish? No. Yeah, me either. Uh, I was uh, scouting the interwebs,
1: right? I was looking at some shit. Um, Is it like Parish County? Yeah, I don't really know. I'm pretty sure that's from that uh, show, <clears throat> True Blood.
0: True Blood. Yeah, Parish. They They're too? out in
1: pa- Louisiana. I'm pretty pretty sure it's Parish County. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll look it up while you sense. continue.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look it up.
1: So Parish Brewing
0: says on this bottle, "Welcome to the future." Our collective human consciousness or ghost in the machine has gained a tolerance for hops beyond what mankind has ever known before. This double Indian pale ale is the necessary outcome brewed with obscene quantities of hand selected. This is my favorite part. Citra hops from our favorite farm in Yakima Valley, Washington. The profile of this beer is a little hazy, a little tropical pure hop juice as always. We'll be the damn judges. Yep. you yep. find
1: anything on Parish County? I did. So it's half real, half fake. Okay. Um, it looks like they took two different county names and r- ran them together. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they call it Renard Parish, and it's Renard County, and there's Parish County. That's like if we took King and
0: Thurston, we could do Kington.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm
0: going to open up this beer. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Let's see if it makes a noise.
1: <laughs> Sounds very flat. Why does that sound very so I wonder, flat?
0: But already opened it on accident. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we're starting with this beer, to be honest with you. Why would we
1: not? Good hazy?
0: Oh, it's a good haze, that's for sure.
1: Oh, it's only eight percent.
0: Oh yeah, only. Yeah. First beer, only eight percent. Here's what's cool though. So I've been getting a lot of our beers from Tavor. Well, a lot of them. The past two weeks I've got our beers from Tavor, that that beer app, right? Yeah, yeah. That is where we got the like highest rated beers. Was from Tavor. Mm-hmm. Well, Brie comes in, drops this one on my lap, and it's a four point four six brew. It's the highest one. It's the highest one. That's cool. To all, so,
1: is it an Abita beer? It's not a Abita. It's Parish. Is it? And it. Oh, see, I'm more excited for this one because it didn't win little Abitas contest. What Abitas? Contest? Like the one that we had. Uh, what was it episode seven, seven or eight, where it was the highest rated one we've had? buy beta, but it won a beta's contest for hazy ipa oh yeah i got you uh, you know
0: alarmist brewing company yeah yeah Le, yeah
1: la juice yeah no i got you
0: well let's go ahead and minute man first pour pretty smooth head not rocky not dangerous you know i honestly i wouldn't mind laying in a bath of bubbles like that you're yeah we'll go after mine my pour is can... <laughs>
1: not great but I, I agree with what you said the head's not rocky yeah I, mine's still very pillowy very, very soft yeah yeah very 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 pillowy
0: Hazy, can't see through a man, it looks super like unfiltered, it. right? I looks wonder like if I got some late edition... I almost dropped my beer. I wonder if there's some late edition hops in here. I don't know. Uh, 8% ABVs. Uh, I believe there's 100 IBUs in this. Um, uh, and in terms of the untapped, untapped had a rating of 4.29, which I think is pretty pretty nice of them. Okay. You know, they're. I've always seen that When if it's a beer
1: advocate score, it's always lower for untapped, always,
0: hmm. even though it's kind of the same process.
1: I wonder, though, if... You know, it's taking a rating of the public versus the rating of a corporation style.
0: Yeah. Okay. You
1: know, twelve people sitting around a table. Ah, four point two nine. So I signed us up for Beer Advocate.
0: I created an account, I should say. Okay. And you do something very similar where it gives you like. Um, basically, taste, feel, finish, like sight, smell, taste, feel finish, like in those categories, like five of them, and it still has you rate it from a zero through one. So it's a kind of a general populous answer, okay? Where you have like the the hundred score, which I haven't really looked too much into, but a lot of the numbers that we've been pulling have been from like that general populist score, um, which is good to know just because we keep talking shit, but it's good to know, right? <laughs> yeah Vita still does know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I can no shit. all right, well, for the pour. It's a good pour. Now, in terms of smells, what do you get, man? A lot of orange. Yeah. Yeah. Very tropical, right? The smell reminds me of um that Hawaiian crunk minus the lactose.
1: A little bit. Um, this also smells like a rum that I picked up in Puerto Rico. It was a orange juice fermented rum, and it was Yum. delicious down in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Very sweet. You could probably drink a whole bottle and it would, it would kill you, but you wouldn't know because there was no alcohol flavor. But we bought a bottle and actually brought it up here and it fermented past the point of like being good on the ship while we were coming back. Really? And it was terrible when we got home. It was like, that's crazy. it was like drinking fungus. And super disappointing. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I wonder if they do that on purpose. Some oh, I mean, take them. I don't think so. Considering yeah. while we were in Puerto Rico, everyone thought my girlfriend was Puerto Rican like there was there's the touristy area when you get off the boat and then there's puerto rico we left the touristy area and just like now let's go see real puerto rico and we were walking around everyone was saying speaking to spanish in spanish to her and everything they they thought we were local it was really cool that's pretty dope oh yeah experience it was it's nice You are not around like touristy by all of our stuff we were in town Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was cool that's pretty dope man i don't think i've ever been confused for local but let's get that first sip This tastes like orange pineapple juice.
0: Yeah. I was.
1: It's light. That's good. Yeah. It's interesting.
0: You know what I love about this beer, though?
1: It's not called a
0: juicy IPA. It should be. It should be. Yeah. But compared to a couple couple weeks ago, episodes ago, like those juicy IPAs, like I don't get a, a bitter finish like this. Like it reminds me of the single cut we had. It's oh yeah, very juicy, but yeah. it still gives me that that uh, the IPA that I long for.
1: It's not a hundred IBU worthy, IBU no, worthy. No, though.
0: but a lot of the juice does a lot of that. You
1: know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. It's just, it all I, all I'm getting is orange and pineapple. Yeah.
0: It's not bad though. I mean, I get why it's four and a half or four point six on the beer african score because it definitely caters to the general public. Four point four six. Four six. Yeah. Four <clears throat>
1: What About color.
0: Colors light, very opaque. Yeah. Opaque. Golden yellowy. I don't think it goes above a five no. a above on the scale. Uh the overall mouthfeel though, I
1: get it. A little acidity. Definitely. Kind
0: lingers, a little syrupy.
1: I don't get the syrupy. I get the acidity, yeah. but it's light. Like yeah, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm tossing back yeah. an orange caprice on. Yeah. It's quick.
0: I, do you get a tart finish at all? I do. do, let, see, I, I do. I'm, I'm I do loving
1: that. Almost like they finish it off with a grapefruit something like that
0: yeah Yeah. look at you naming naming hey man i'm getting there i'm
1: getting there (laughs) it's because i cleansed my palate this morning with sriracha cleansed your
0: body with sriracha for reals oh this is good man like
1: yeah it's a good beer mm -hmm.
0: cool well tastes like pineapple orange juice right yeah it's got a super tart finish overall carbonation what do you give
1: it like a I mean, number? Is that what you're looking for? No, just like... No? Is, like it, is tastes it light? Is like, it heavy? It's very light, but it tastes like carbonated orange juice. Yeah.
0: I was going to... Yeah. It really reminds me of like a, a mimosa carbonation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Juicy, but like it's there. Oh, yeah. It's kind of nice. It's good. So the can itself is a pretty cool... Can, or excuse me, bottle... bottle. Uh, brown bottle, which is nice, right? On the front, it's got a big skull, and it's uh on the skull's brain, it's got like hops. Like it looks like it's been blown out because there's a red line running through it, which is pretty cool. And then it's uh, just got Ghost in the Machine built into it. Do you see the red line? Mm. Looks like someone shot. Oh yeah, and then like hops blew out of his skull. That's what it looks like. That's to me, cool. Least. Yeah pretty interesting yeah, but pretty hey neat. for the first beer from parish man i'm super into it like i'm doing good Louisiana. yeah nice job there boot louisiana <laughs> nice a nice pick Brie. good pretty good, good yeah. pick for us uh i'm also excited man next beer that we have is also from parish as well oh cool so that one i'm pretty excited for so i decided to go over some segues for us right yeah yeah some segues i mean rotations of the week So for rotations of the week, I got to recommend it because I'm loving it. You got to check out the Tavor app because even though it's not a pub or brewery that you can go to, it's dope because you're able to stop by on the app anywhere you are in the world and get some free beers. And by free, I mean you pay for them and then they ship it and you pay for the shipping. So it's not free at all. That's so misleading. (laughs) Why we don't they don't sponsor us? I just want people to know it's, to a, use it's the app. a good app, it's a good app because you get good beers from New York. Like, you want Hudson Valley Brewing, you can get it, and they it's rotational, right? 100% rotational. Okay. Uh, more importantly, we're gonna go ahead and talk about the Ollie Tap Room. The Ollie Tap Room is a local bottle shop and tap room, very similar to what I talk about the Northwest Beer Works or South Sound Puget Taps, but. What's really, really cool about South Sound, excuse me, Ollie Taproom is they're turning four years old this week. Dang. Pretty cool, right? So four years old isn't that big. I mean, I'm 31 I'm doing better than them, right? But in reality, they're doing a celebration, four years. They're releasing their three magnets, OJ, Juice, in cans. They're going to have a special release. Uh, It's going to be from 12 to 8 p.m. At the Ollie Tap Room. I believe it's Saturday, June 18th. June 8th, excuse me, all day. So if you're going to be down there, head down there. It
1: it is the 18th.
0: It is the 18th? Yeah. Right now?
1: No, no, no. It is June 18th. June 18th. Yes. That's what I thought. uh, uh, It's the Blood Orange brew that they're releasing on June 18th. I talked to one of the brewers last night.
0: Well, I think the Blood Orange is different than this one. Okay. Yeah. Alright 100% Cause I 100% Cause the Blood Orange is from 3 Magnets specifically This one is Ollie Taproom release Brewed in collaboration with 3 Magnets okay okay On June 8th from 12 to 8 And it's an OJ in cans um, Which is supposedly some fancy new release I don't know I haven't seen it Um, However I want it Right now, I mean, in terms of taps, they're, they have the uh, Hawaiian Crunk by Riverbend, which we did on our, one of our first episodes. They have Wild Rides, Tardy to the Party, Peach Raz Sour, and they also have Mount Olympus's Blueberry Creamsicle. Have you uh, have you had a creamsicle
1: brew? No.
0: Have you had any sort of Dreamsicle beer?
1: The Hawaiian Crunk. Mm, like very milkshake. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: actually a, a very perfect rubber. It's just super, it's more, there's more lactose, I think. Mm. It's kind of gross in the sense. I mean, it's good, but it's like, you had to be in the mood for it.
1: Yeah. There's milk in your beer.
0: Yeah. I mean, for 80 degree weather, I'm not choosing a cream soup.
1: Mm. You know, yum. Just,
0: All right. And then for beer number two, we have Envy. By Parish Brewing Company. So, and not Envy, but Parish is the one that just did that uh, ghost in the machine brew that we just had. Yeah, yeah. So, with this one here, big bright green label, right? Super cool. Uh, this one. A couple uh, of Envy, hot buds. Little hot buds, yeah. So, this one is an American pale ale, but this is a juicy bitch. Okay. So, the brown bottle kind of hides it. Uh, looking at it. I don't think we're going to really see. I mean, I look at it. I'm like, ah, eh, just looks like a, a you know a pale ale, right? Yeah. But the flavor profile directly from Parrish's website gave this a hazy, juicy, tropical, smooth pale ale. Okay. So I'm pretty excited. Um, one of my favorite beers that you introduced me to was that uh, Boulevard Brewing tropical pale ale, which think, is a complete accident, by the way. Yeah, total accident. But this, I'm hoping, hoping we got a challenger. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, it's 5.5% ABVs, right? IBUs is... Um,
0: I'm not 100% sure. I didn't find it. Let me see if we
1: got any on the bottle here. Okay. Uh. Beer Advocate gave it a 4.04 out of 5. Is it N V N E N V I E? Yeah, E-N-V-I-E. So this American
0: Pale Ale is a delicious beer that was brewed and bottled in small batches with great care and passion for our craft by Parrish Brewing company in Brosard,
1: Louisiana. So the only one I found yeah. says 165 IBUs.
0: Okay. 165 it, IBUs? That's so, like yeah I know that's it. that's wrong. They I don't know how to
1: read that's just a, a third party website
0: well that's all good. This is a good beer. I'm, well I'm hoping it's a good beer. So the American Paleo this guy's I don't really know how to put it. I'm just gonna open it. Yeah crack it. Well. I broke some glass. Nice. <laughs> I took, I've took. i never done that.
1: <laughs> You've never broken a bottle doing that? That's insane. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I just cut off a quarter of my uh, bottle's top layer. So That's sweet. That's okay, cool. No glass in here. You're
1: so. about to find out.
0: Dude, it's another pillowy head, man. I just want to jump in them pillows. Yeah, don't pour it like that, dude. <laughs> what? I mean, it's been working, hasn't it? <laughs> All right, so first pour, super hazy, uh, even more golden and yellow than the uh, Ghost in the Machine from the previous beer that we just poured. Uh, I'm pretty excited from this. Yeah, I don't get a lot of tropical notes that I did from the previous one, though. But still, yeah, I'll take a little bit
1: super more. Soft. Super Pilo-y soft, pillowy head. Yeah, love it. It's about a finger and a half worth of, of head on a on a good pour. Yeah. Um. See, now this reminds me of a pineapple juice color. Yeah. Especially when you're pouring it, because it's it's just, there's less orange in it, I guess. Yeah, no, I know. That's what you. I'm going for. I hear you.
0: So this Envy is brewed with loads of citrus American hops to create an assertive yet balanced American pale ale. They've used sweet caramel malts to mesh harmoniously with the dominant hop taste and aroma. Take a sip, embrace the hops, and repeat. What's also pretty cool is this is a pale ale is actually dry hopped, which is pretty cool, with citra, cascade, and armarillo. Hmm. Cheers, man. Yeah. And if
1: you're at home drinking, cheers to you too. Yeah. It's really good. And it is actually bitter. Not 165 bitter, but it's bitter. That's good. I like this one a lot.
0: For an American pale ale, not an India pale ale. Yeah. Oh yeah. You Pretty know, good
1: man. Two thoughts, and these are completely random. Mm-hmm. Drop it. Um, we've been super lucky with picking out good beers. Yeah. yeah honestly. Either um, that or our taste buds have adapted to liking really shitty beers. See, I don't know. See, I was thinking about this because I was at Three Mags last night. Yeah. And I didn't like any other beer. Okay. Yeah. And so I had three. I had the robust porter, the light and hazy OJ that they have. Okay. And then they have a pineapple one that my girlfriend got, so I tried that one. I just wasn't a fan. The flavors were there. Yeah. But there was too much alcohol taste for me. Okay. And I even I was like, hey, ordered food, cleanse the palate a little bit and tried again. Nothing. You know
0: like as as much as as proud as I am that they're a local Olympia producer. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm allowed to be proud and but I'm just saying, like I love the atmosphere of three mags like oh that's great i got some like we'll talk about it next episode but i feel the same way about a lot of the beers like their they're, their flavors are good their flavors are out there like they're trying some cool yeah. shit one thing that i really like Nah, i'm gonna save it save it yeah cool. you're gonna save it but i feel the same way man like i had a deuce juice which is like the uh sounder specific juice like, i think we talked about it multiple episodes ago um but i didn't it was disappointing like it was just it was so much um so much hot, so much bitter like it just yeah. overpower like why are you calling it a juice in a sense yeah what I were am. you gonna say man?
1: um the other one the other the random thought i have do you prefer caramel or caramel because of the description of the beer it's hit me i mean i know it's I'm weird
0: american so i and unfortunately it's caramel
1: i i relate both of them okay, differently trying... caramel is like oh you're right like what you said american caramel But caramel is like a sexy lady in a chocolate commercial. (laughs) That's, I mean, I don't know why it came up.
0: (laughs) Caramel is the stuff you get from the squeeze bottle at Starbucks in your drink. Okay, okay. But caramel is a delicious, delicate, succulent caramel chew. Excuse me, caramel chew. (laughs) Love it. Um, So for the poor, it's very cloudy, right? Uh, I don't say, I wouldn't say it's as opaque as the other one, but it is very hazy and yellow. Yeah. Um, I got about a finger and a half of head. That head does subside, though, to about just floating the top, which is really nice. No, it is. In terms of the smell,
1: though, what do you get? Mm -mm. I get a, a hint of some fruit. I don't know. It's very, a sweet fruit.
0: I do get some like juicy notes in there, and what the nice thing though is it's not dominant. That's the nice feature of this beer. Is yeah, I I I wish I was getting more grains, but I'm really glad that I I I smell the beer. I don't smell like overpowered juices. I do like that, and I think the sweet is the mango. Maybe yeah. okay. Overall though, like the mouthfeel of this beer, it's so light, it's so pillowy and fluffy. It's just every part of it tastes good, like. Sometimes like the head of a beer kind of throws you off a little bit because it's got those extra bitter notes. Yeah, yeah. But this complements it so well because it's so pillowy. It's a good beer overall. Like two for two from Louisiana. Yeah, I'm, man. Like, I'm loving these beers. Nice pick, Brie. You got? It. If you, maybe she can hit three for three. Yeah, we'll see. The we'll Abita. see. She had some uh, interesting things to say about the Abita, but we'll talk about that. one All that right. Comes all up. right. But in terms of taste, like I do get some of the juicy hot flavors. Nothing crazy, right? but i love the bitterness and the pillowy light mouthfeel that it provides
1: um it's
0: almost a, a light medium body this is summer beer it's a good beer
1: yeah like i would drink this all all this summer if we could get access to it oh yeah yeah like the more beers i have east coast like
0: the more like sad i am that we only have the beers and the brewers that yeah. we have like there's a lot of good beers in the east coast man like a lot I mean technically they've been doing it longer I mean yeah I feel you you know but yeah I mean when it comes down to the sweetness like it's it's not sweet as in candy it's an odd sweetness like it's it's very different yeah
1: it's very attuned yeah. taste and it's a hint too like you were saying it it doesn't overpower the beer you taste the beer you get those hoppy flavors and it's just like a, an accent yeah. which is nice
0: mm-hmm. well let's finish it I mean good body good mouth feel, yeah man. cheers good pint
1: mmm
0: damn good all right refreshing yeah dude really like i want more honestly i wonder how i can get these beers tavor no nah, i don't think they're it, gonna no? have them. man they're not a they're probably not considered like a true craft brewer no nah, that's but true They are. i mean you went i went to their website this morning dude stacked with like just an array of random brews you know craft makings and the happening like it's very different we should road trip down. Mm, yeah. that'd be cool I've a, honestly a been thinking beer of road like trip, flying somewhere and then just renting a car on the way back, doing a little, just so you can not have to. So you're not spending so much time on the road, and you get to your destination, and they're like, oh, this is dope." And then you just enjoy it on the way back.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It'd be
0: cool. Yeah, man. And it's time for booze news. Booze news. Booze news. So, we're back at it. Because I hate Anheuser-Busch. We're back at it. Kona Brewing debacle. An entire month has gone by after the Craft Brew Alliance has agreed to settle a years-long case. Excuse me. Years-long class action lawsuit over the alleged false and deceptive advertising of its Kona Brewing brand beer. The Portland, Oregon-based Craft Beer Company has detailed the settlement agreement. Last episode or a couple episodes, we kind of talked about the bull or BS, if you will. Yeah, yeah. About how like Arizona Tea Company is brewed in Arizona, mm, right? Late in New York, right? After reading this article, I'm a changed man, Jesse. I'm kind of I don't know if I'm on your side, but I understand what you're saying. Here's the funny part. Remember, we we're talking about like, well, how are they going to pay people? Who's getting what? Yeah, yeah. Get this BS. As a part of the agree- the agreement, the Craft Beer Alliance will pay up to ten dollars to customers without a receipt and as much as twenty dollars to those with proof of purchase they have said they expect to incur
1: costs of 4.7 million dollars just saying it's still a lot of money so okay you remember the red bull thing when they got sued for their logo bit. doesn't give you wings that was the like the main headline like oh it didn't give me wings that's what people are suing over yeah. that wasn't all of it right so they were suing over the fact that it it doesn't give you wings that's what caught the headline but it didn't increase your attentive abilities it didn't make you better at any sort of activity and that's what they claimed yeah. so that's the big thing they got sued for nobody knows that but what i'm getting at is they did a payout similar to that there's cheap little payouts but theirs was um oh, what was it uh merchandise they gave you red bull merchandise See, i would much rather have red bull merchandise than some
0: bs ten dollars
1: they still spent millions of dollars because they had to give you stickers and backpacks yeah. and all this crazy stuff they actually didn't lose a dime and i'm sure they made more money from it because now it's everyone's showing yeah exactly
0: that's the smartest thing genius ever. way to do it 100 so if you don't re- recall the original complaint from the craft beer alliance is that Kona Brewing intentionally misled consumers into believing that Kona products or Kona beer products are made in Hawaii. However, the majority of Kona beer sold is in Portland, Oregon, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and at the Anheuser-Busch Brewery in Fort Collins. That's that's annoying, right? Kind of annoying. However, they still actually have a brew pub in Kona, Hawaii, where they actually brew the beers. So that also annoyed me are they from kona they're not based in kona because they're not they're anheuser bush owns them i right? remember the whole
1: yeah but who, who owned them first kona, kona, kona brewing first in portland first. in portland, Oregon. In portland, Oregon. In portland Oregon. okay so then they can't say they're from kona
0: i know i get that 100 arizona tea wasn't from them you know
1: i get that it's interesting i get that
0: but after after i read this article, i was like oh i get it um i get it i understand jesse now yeah it's dumb yeah 100 percent.
1: like uh, I want to know who got mad about that and was like, hey, I'm suing these people.
0: Same person that sued McDonald's for hot, coffee. hot coffee. So yeah. now I got to microwave my shit every time I get to work.
1: Yeah. Yo, I'm not bitter. All right, Jesse. So I got one of my, my crazy stories like we did for the last episode. I love these stories. Um, so a Chinese man underwent a seven-hour procedure to reattach his penis. Why yeah. did he want to reattach his penis? So... They performed a seven-hour surgical operation to reattach the said penis after it was cut off during a drunken night out. Give me more. That's pretty much it. Honestly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's not because that's that's the whole story. Um, so the 44-year-old man woke up at, after a night drinking to find that his penis had been cut off using a sharp tool. It was cut to a length of two centimeters. The man, known by his surname Tan... Rushed to the hospital, transferred to a hospital in Changsha, where the specialist team reattached. And doctors report that that everything's going to be normal after a week. Um, He'll be able to go to the bathroom and whatnot, but they're not too positive about his sex life. Poor guy. The downside, the man refused to press charges. He also refused to tell his family who might have removed it and possible other motives. So it was his girlfriend. Or it could have been him. Oh, like he was just hammered
0: and he cut his penis off? Yeah. Yo, respect, dude. That's right? a lot of alcohol.
1: Like, my, So this is just my guess. It's, it was either him or he was out with maybe a hooker and he doesn't want to tarnish the family name because oh. he is Chinese. And like right? she cut his dick off. Yeah. Something crazy. Oh, shit. You know? That's It crazy. wasn't like, hey, my girlfriend attacked me. That That's different. That's personal. Nah, he was doing something shady and doesn't want to tarnish the family name or he did it yeah. himself. Doesn't like want to tell a anybody. Man name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah.
0: That's crazy, dude. Good yeah. story.
1: So, that's uh, it's from the Times Life. I don't know if they're associated with New York Times. But I doubt
0: it. I mean, so many things are called Times.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. But I've heard that story in a couple other places. So Interesting. It's caught, caught my ear. It, so, I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, that leaves it for Booze News. On to beer number three. Which is. What is it, Jesse? The Boot. Das Boot. By Abita Brewing Company. So. Pretty, pretty dope pretty dope label right yeah not yeah. gonna lie kind of enjoy it white and black love that style the clash of colors right mm-hmm. so do you wanna hear the story it's not even a story so Brie was telling me that this one or some people say that this beer has it has sort of not a funk but if you're not from that area and you go and you drink the water in Louisiana it tastes a little different supposedly i've never okay. done right so correct me if i'm wrong but i don't know for sure i mean okay supposedly so, this you can taste the water of
1: louisiana that's this is brewed with <laughs> in that aspect though i've been in a lot of different states moved around a lot mm-hmm. the water tastes different everywhere of course it does right like you go to seattle the water tastes different mm-hmm. and i'm in olympia yeah. lacy like in montana the water tastes different it, it, it. i don't know have you ever
0: had a city that has like the best
1: tasting water Best tasting water? Yeah, not from a tap. No, no, that's all shit. I
0: think it's. I think Woodenville carries it. It's all shit. <laughs> like deep dark in the Woodenville Hills.
1: Maybe it's from like some spring water that nobody knows about. <laughs> yeah, right. But some well no. water. Right? I've never been to a city that had good. Like wow, I want to drink this water. Yeah, yeah. I'd always I always. I love water though, so I think everything tastes great. Yeah, I mean, cool. So do I. But I'd rather have like purified, filtered, something like yeah. that. No, I got you. I got you. Like, I've had water with chunks in it. Come out with of the tap. chunks? That's uh, yeah. not water. Yeah.
0: That's the opposite of water. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get on to this beer because this isn't going to have chunks in it. The Boot, over 30 years ago, Abita started brewing this company or this beer. They brewed the company. They brewed the company. <laughs> they began brewing for a way that they love to live. The Boot is a crisp, refreshing brew, profoundly made and sold Only in Louisiana. That's cool to me. I love beer that's exclusive. I love that shit. This beer is brewed with white wheat, which I've never heard of in terms of brewing with beer. Oats and barley hopped with Howler Tau. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Howler Tau Blanc and fermented in a German Kolsch yeast. So we got ourselves a classic Kolsch there, German Jesse. Yeah, that's what you're
1: saying, that right? Howler Tau.
0: Howler Tau. Is that German, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, you sure,
0: think so? sure. All right, well, let's pop it.
1: Skunky. It's gonna be skunky. Probably. That's the, probably the funk that they're talking about. It's gonna be skunky. What do you think? That's, no. I don't get a skunky smell
0: to it. I really don't.
1: I'm just guessing, like based on the look of it. It um.
0: It smells very light.
1: You know, it's very got light. it's got floaties, so like there's definitely it's definitely a wheat beer. Which is cool. Yeah. Wheat beers, you get a lot of floaties. Mm-hmm. It's good. How's your head?
0: I'm smelling the mic like it's my beer.
1: I hey mean, I told you my mic smells like weed. <laughs> so for everyone that wonders, my mic came from a music store that was pre-owned. So I'm sure somebody used it and Didn't smoked a lot. Did your come from the owner? One of no, the, the owners. Yeah. One of the. So owners they play a lot of music. School. You know. I'm and it sure. Just smells like dick. It does. So mine is pretty see-through.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, compared to the other beers we had, it's the first clear beer that we have. Yeah. In terms of um, from a Louisiana brew, right? Um, all right. Let's go ahead and drink, man. I do get a skunky taste. Absolutely get a skunky taste, but not in a bad way. It's your Kolsch. It's your lager. Like,
1: that's a German beer, yeah. you know? How do you like it? I like it. I don't have much to say about it other than it's crisp. It's refreshing. I can't agree with you more than it is just a Kolsch, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's a Kolsch, right? It's, it's simple. And I think that's what I like about it. It's simple. There's nothing crazy to decipher with this beer. I don't yeah. have to guess flavors. Like, it's a beer. You're going to taste beer drinking it. You're going to get a little bit of that wheat flavor, and that's it. But yeah. That's. But I think this is my favorite one. That's a, that's a good point. <laughs> it's a good thing. Well, because it's it's just that it's that staple beer. It's
0: a classic yeah. beer, right? Um, excuse me. One thing I want to say is like I've been going to Matchless a lot, and I haven't been really getting like these hazy IPAs or these these double IPAs or what. I'm getting these. Keller beers or these Kolsch, these lagers that Mm -hmm. normally I wouldn't get. I'm just trying to like stuff that's totally different than what I'm used to getting, which I'm loving lately. Uh, And this is a good beer. Like I've been a huge fan of the Keller beer. Uh, I think it's called Yellow Tape Mm -hmm. at Matchless. Uh, And it's a damn good beer. Like it hits. It's clean. It's light like this. Like I could drink these all day. Oh, yeah. percent I could drink a lot of them. it's, It's a good beer.
1: You know, I wonder if that's the appeal and people that don't drink uh micro or craft brews, you know, they're stuck with their buds, their Budweiser's and things like that. But it's in the worst possible case scenario, just a simple clean beer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not, no, not complicated. Agree. They just want something to drink.
0: Yeah. On the side note, I think that these beers are what craft brewers make. Not saying that a beat is a craft brewer by any means, um, and if they are they, that's fine. I just I just don't know for sure, right. Yeah, but these are the type of beers that when you have um, you know Tammy and Brian who are going on their you know yearly road trip to visit the outskirts of the countryside, they stop at a brewery they're like ew, i'm not gonna like any of this stuff it's okay sir we
1: have a kolsch" yeah you oh yeah I mean? absolutely this is one
0: of those beers that are like oh well, this is good i love this place yeah. <laughs> you know or
1: if you have a friend over who's not into it yeah. all he drinks is bud yeah. light like you know andrew where it's yeah. miller only right gross andrew <laughs> come on Dude. um i
0: did promise him something and you may hate me but uh, we're going to do a uh, a trashy beer episode not necessarily trashy beer but we are going Miller High Life and the likes of those. Okay. I'm All super right. Fond. So the champagne and beers is coming at Gross. You. Stay <laughs> tuned. But that's an episode I promised my homie All Andrew. Right. We got to do it for him. Like he loves them. He drinks them. But yeah, basic Kolsch, but it is a little maltier. And for a light beer, I get a full body brew. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, the whole beer is like, it's not light. It doesn't taste like piss
1: water, right? I mean, I don't know what piss water still like.
0: I'm just saying, for a light beer, for a lager, for a cold, like it's
1: good. Yeah, not my, and I'm going to come back to it. But my favorite part, with all that being said, is that it's crisp, and it's just refreshing.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, simple. Yeah, absolutely, man. So you went to Montana, right? I did, yeah. So what brewery did you go to? Like, give me like one or two that you liked. Big Sky Brewing,
1: and um, I've heard of Big Sky. a lot of people I've have heard of, of Big Sky Moose okay. yeah, and that's typically the favorite. I did find out that's one of the ones that they they bottle and they ship, you know, at least statewide. Yeah, right? they
0: probably only I would assume they do three beers that way. Like
1: probably, I honestly because I haven't paid attention, I haven't seen any other ones that were from them um, on the shelves and not in Montana. roll's good and all, but I had one called the Stroob. It's a lot like this.
0: Spell it S T R U
1: B. Yeah, no S T R U B. That's it. Um, It's a lot like this in terms of it's just crisp and refreshing, but it's uh, fruity, so it's very grapefruity. So it's a colch,
0: but it's fruity. Yeah, I can hop on board. It's pink. That's another reason I I love colored beers like beers pink. It's really cool,
1: but I mean, had it there on tap. It's amazing. Uh, What's nice is that I brought home you know the the crowlers, so we get to have that on tapped you know. nice flavor. Yeah. But they don't bottle a lot of their beers. You Good have to for them. Go to them to drink that beer. The brewery is super cool. Um you walk in and it's just random. They have a themed little statuesque figure for each of their beers. Um one of them being space goat. And it's a stuffed goat dressed in an astronaut's uniform and they've decked out this uniform to look like he's from space. That's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. Actually. So I, it's just dig that random little stuff. Yeah. Um, and everything's cheap. Cheap as really? hell. Oh my God. You can probably get drunk on 30 bucks. I mean, I could probably get drunk on six bucks, but it depends on where I go. Hey, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, full pints, four bucks. Crowlers were six. That's 32 ounces. I mean, Crowlers the were six? Six dollars. Yeah. Yep. Um, I got a flight for five what <laughs> yeah man everything was cheap and th- that wasn't just big sky it was everywhere we went down there huh. i wonder if that's just how montana rolls yeah i mean it's, it's the middle of the country so you know yeah. it's cheaper living everything um but the other breweries i don't remember the names of um they just weren't as good but they were okay i'd go back because another thing too there's a passport for montana i thought it was just this town it's the entire state of Montana. You get a beer passport, and you go to all these different breweries in every county. That's really awesome. Yeah, it's insane. And it, it looks just like a passport. It's $10. Bucks. Yeah. I didn't buy one because I'm dumb. But Is it kind of like the McMinniman's passport? I've never
0: seen it. So McMinimins are everywhere, right? Um they have a passport as well that you can purchase, and it's the same thing. Like you go to McMenamins, hey, I'm here to get a beer and a passport. Okay, cool. And then like because you have passport, you typically get like a member discount, things like that. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that I've kicked myself that I've never done. But I've only gone to a couple places, and I've really that I've really enjoyed their beers. Yeah. Um, and next episode, I will go into my whole entire trip that I did from uh, Cannon Beach, Oregon, or excuse me, Seaside, Oregon, all the way back up to Olympia. Not a huge trip, but uh, Matt and I hit up five breweries, and I got you know some good beers that I'll be telling you guys about, which mm, will be yummy. Nice. But in terms of this beer, I'm I'm digging it. In terms of color, it's very gold, very 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 uh, low on the Lovibond scale. I'd even say a three, um, but it's crystal clear. It smells just like a Kolsch, you know that, that that general basic lager. It's a good beer. Yeah. Uh, overall, if you're ever in Louisiana, I highly recommend all three of these beers. Um. I don't know. I, I'd recommend it. I wish I could get these here. Um, the Abita we will probably never get again, but the Ghost in the Machine I want that, and the Envy I honestly want some more.
1: I would probably just take the Abita. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's just so many hazy IPAs yeah. that are on the market that I just I want something different. Oh, I hear
0: you. Yeah. That's probably why I'm drinking like the the Keller beer, and why like I normally wouldn't like yeah. something like this. But uh, uh, in terms of the Chosen One, right? If we're ooh. If we're, if we're saying, like, the one that people are going to just pick and drink and go with, like, oh, it's hazy. Oh, it's an IPA. Oh, I'm going to choose that one because that's what I'm doing. I'm an individual, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm going to go with what? You thinking? I like. I mean, I know what we like, but what do the people like?
1: I still think it's the same. You think so? I do. For the reason of everyone can drink it. And that's what we are here for.
0: The chosen one is the Kolsch by Abita
1: Brewing Company. That's it. So it's the Boots that you can only buy in Louisiana. But it is. I mean, like, everyone can drink it, man. It's simple. You don't got to be an IPA lover to have it.
0: I respect that. I respect that.
1: But at the same time, it's also like the odd man out. So, like, why not pick it? Well... Not a bad way. No, not a bad thing.
0: Um,
1: Droughtworks was the other brewery that I went to. Droughtworks? Yep. It's a pretty cool place. It's a pretty cool name. Like, yeah. How were the beers, though? They were good. Yeah, they had a really, really good porter that I loved. Um, they have a chocolate beer that they run year-round, That's which cool. was amazing. Not, not many companies do a year-round yeah. chocolate. Um, what was interesting, Big Sky was more, they're rotational all year-round. So, if it's spring, they have their spring beers out. If it's summer, they have their summer. Droughtworks was like, hey, we brew beer, come buy our beer. So, they had winter beers out, summer beers out, their IPAs and their lagers. You could get a stout, a porter, something heavy that you normally only drink in the wintertime. All of them. All of them out, ready to go, on tap. It was amazing. So,
0: they're kind of, like,
1: not that the um, Big Sky
0: isn't, but, like, Big Sky... Droughtworks runs like a craft brewer. Runs. Exactly. It's like, hey, these are what we got right now. Like, this is, maybe it's seasonal. Maybe yeah. it's a one-time brew. Yeah. Get it while you can.
1: Well, I mean, the, the nice part, you bring that up too, Big Sky Brewing is a, the building itself is very large. So you can tell they've been doing this for a while, like they're established. Droughtworks was a small, probably triple-wide trailer size brewery. Yeah. It's about half the size of Three Mags, if anyone's been there. Okay, yeah. and that's, tiny yeah
0: dang okay cool well once again we had first beer we had was the ghost in the machine by parish 8.5 percent double ipa super juicy uh not classic not classified as a juicy ipa but it had the bitterness of that ipa which was super good second
1: brew we had which was uh the envy uh, envy right yeah tell us about that one man that one's, you know, 5.5%. ABVs, IBUs, we couldn't find an accurate number. Um, and it, it
0: tastes like 30 to 40 to me. Yeah, but it was, it was
1: smooth. This. Beer Advocate was a 4.04, 04, which was good. Um, I'd say between those two hazies, the Parish was probably my my favorite. Well, they're both Parish. Do you like the Envy or the Ghost? Oh, that's true. The Envy was probably the a little bit more my favorite.
0: Like, it's my favorite because it's 8% and it tastes, like it gives me that 8% vibe.
1: The Ghost? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. The Envy. The envy is five point five percent. Yeah,
0: so I love that five five oh, yeah. percent brew because it's I can have more than three or four and not like want to go to sleep afterwards. Yeah, you know, uh, so that's that's why it's my favorite. And then lastly, of course, the chosen one, the boot, the boot. Not a bad brew. Um, Bree thought we were gonna like this one the least. Man. But she don't know us. Yeah, Bree, you don't know man. us. You don't know me. Does she listen to our episodes? Probably not. Does anybody <laughs> like? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know, man uh anyways right now Jesse and i we have been uh just you know whoring out our beer pictures on instagram yeah if you got a minute or two go ahead and follow us search for us at anti-fogmatic podcast uh you may be able to find us with just anti-fogmatic we do have a twitter as well that we kind of bs from and if you're you know above the age of 45 we do have facebook uh you can use that as well i'm just playing uh stay tuned next episode uh for the next episode right uh, we're gonna have a kentucky breakfast stout which i am so excited to give jesse uh, because he has no idea what it is and he didn't even know that i brought it to him and i'm super excited because i don't like stouts and i hooked my homie up stay tuned for the next episode please please drop us a line if you have anything to say we appreciate
1: you listening to our ads
0: jesse I got nothing.
1: No, I got nothing. Thanks for listening, everybody. Closed
0: it. Peace.